Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped Striped. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Wow. Are you blessed to be in church today? Right. I believe that God is blessing us. And um, we are here to enjoy his presence again. And I know that God is up to something great in our lives. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for blessing us mightily today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right. Let me share with you what I call seven great principles on the Holy Spirit. Seven great principles about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because I believe that it's a very powerful thing that we need. Amen. Principle number one. After you are born again, you must pray for the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus specifically asked us to pray and also promised us the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus asked us to pray and Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, one of the things is that many of us do not know or understand, all right, what has happened to us during salvation. Now, sometimes when you go to the hospital and you have... um, a surgery all right you may not know what has happened to you and then the doctors will tell you um, do this and do that do you get it because you may not realize what has changed okay 
Ezekiel 36 and verse 26. It's Alas 25, sorry. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from your filthiness and from your idols. Will I cleanse you? Verse 26. A new heart will I also give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. All right? And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. So, being born again is actually a surgery that takes place. And when you are operated upon, you find out that God takes out the stony heart. Which is principally stubbornness and wickedness. All right? Any meeting which goes on for more than five minutes shows you that something is remaining in you of the stony heart. Advice. When you are being advised, you are being counseled, and it's taking more than five minutes. You get what I'm saying? Remember, will you remember what I'm saying? Because the person counseling you may not tell you that there's something wrong with you. May continue counseling you for hours. Me, I have done counseling till from evening till dawn. Until the next day, 8 a.m. We were still on it. A couple. Yeah. And it still didn't yield. That's why some pastors, they, they, some pastors, if pastors even look callous, they don't even bother. Because, you know, they know that this is the result. You're not going to even change. Because the meeting has already gone on for 10 minutes. So it, it means even if it goes on for 20 hours, it won't change. True or not true? So, it says, a new heart will I give you. And a new spirit I will put within you beautiful. And I will take away the stony heart, which is hard, impenetrable, resistant, resistant to change, resistant to advice, resistant to the word. And I'll give you a new flowing heart. When you touch it, it moves. I mean, touch your thigh or any soft part of your and see whether it goes in. Does it not go in? But your hard forehead, when you press, does it go in? It doesn't go in. That's the difference. One, you touch and it's like it's moving. One, you touch and it's not changing. Press, yeah, I see that it's still at the same place. Only a very hard knock can move it in. One day I met a man who had a hole here. You know, the skin and everything is there, but he had a, he actually used to put a bit of hair to cover that place. I think something like an iron or something went into the head at a point and it depressed the skull. And he never, the, the, the doctors didn't want to touch it. So he, he, because if you, to go inside, it would have meant certain things. And I think they didn't, they felt if he wasn't showing any symptoms, they should leave him like that. So he had it there and he used to 
buy some hair and put it over. You see? But that, that hole, it would take a very hard knock to move the head in like that. And a normal knock like this. Try touching here to see whether there's no change. But touch your breasts for the girls, your bottoms, your thighs. You see that it's flowing. When you touch it, it's flowing. Is it not flowing with you? Yeah. So when he says he's going to give you a, a soft heart, he's talking about flowing. Like just a, so, oh, I like it hot. It will be hot. You know? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> One day, a certain husband was telling his wife that you know, I want my food hot. I want it what? Hot. I like it hot. And I think he was being given rice and stew. You get it? Are you still here? So. The wife served the rice and the stew. So when the husband started eating it, he said, the stew, the rice, the stew is not hot. It is cold. And then the rice is hot. I, I don't like, I want food that is hot. I can't, I don't. And the wife told him that, the rice will heat the stew. You, you understand what I'm saying? She told me that the rice will heat the stew. No, you see, that is, I'm, I hope you are with me. I'm talking about resistance. The rice will heat the stew. So he should eat it like that, but the rice is heating the stew. You see, another long meeting is starting about the rice hitting the stew or the stew being hot. Just say that, oh, sorry. And then you go and change it, reorganize the whole thing. Yes. So you, you see that there is some resistance to advice, suggestions, talking, correction, anything. And you see, because there's no referee, that's why you can bulldoze your husband like that. I tell you that the rice is hitting the stew. Since when have you seen rice hitting stew? Now, I mean, this is a new invention. Tell somebody there are new things in town. The rice has become a microwave, or it has become a. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. God is saying that I'm taking out of you a hard, resistant spirit and I'm bringing in you a flowing spirit. That is what it means to be born again. A major change has taken place. Now, all my seven great principles that I've been sharing have to do with after you are born again, what next? Yes, that's what it's about. What is actually salvation? You understand? Because people don't understand what it is. Salvation is not joining a religion. No, 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 no. Salvation is not about joining 
a new religion. These are the rules for that religion. Salvation is this thing. Born again. There is another, very, another word in the Bible is regeneration of the spirit. So it's like your spirit is reborn or regenerated. Right. Salvation is not welding and body works of an old car and spraying an old car. No, 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 no. They are different things. How many of you, they say to you, here is a body works. We have done a body works. We have sprayed. And here is brand new. Which one do you prefer? A new, brand new. Are they the same thing? They are not the same thing. So you can't say that they are the same. So salvation is not body works. Salvation is not body works. Salvation is not having some rules and making some new year resolutions. That's different from salvation. Salvation is a born, the, the spirit is born again. Jesus said, uh, Nicodemus asked, how can you go back to your mother's womb and be born again? He said, no, I'm not talking about going to your mother's womb. Your mother's womb, you cannot go back. The womb is very small. The womb is like your hand. Can you go into my hand? And let's be serious. So we are not talking about the physical body, but the spirit. You see, that which is born of the spirit is a spirit. So the spirit is going to be born of the spirit. So a spirit will give birth to the spirit of a man. So when a man is born again, his spirit has been reborn by God. So you hear in the Bible that expression, born of God. He that is born of God overcometh the world. Born of God. Yeah. So the spirit actually, God, the Holy Spirit comes over your head like this. And then inside you, he, 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 he gives birth to a new spirit. That's what it means to be born. It's not at all about be, be, having rules. It's no rules. It's, it's something that happens. Your heart is completely changed. It's, it's a heart transplant. The best you can liken it to be a heart transplant. One day, a certain woman's mother, husband died. But, you know, they, they, I think he had donated his organs before he died. That if he, you know, there's a card that they have. If you die, I'm donating my organs. So he had one. So when he died, he donated his, donated his heart. So his heart was removed when it was still fresh. And then it was donated to somebody who needed a heart transplant. Why would you need a heart transplant? Sometimes some people's hearts are spoiled or it's not been working well from day one. It's like it, it, it had a fault from day one. Now sometimes when the blood is supposed to go here, it goes here. And then the oxygen is not enough because the blood doesn't go to the lungs. So it doesn't get oxygen. So the person becomes blue. And the tongue becomes blue. So sometimes you see the lips as if he smokes. But it's the heart that is originally not working well. There's some, the connection like the wiring. You know, sometimes an electrician can wire. So the aorta and the inferior vena cava and other big vessels are not 
connected well. Okay, art students, please forget about what I'm saying. Just remember that something is not working. All right? Yes. Right. Are you listening? So, when this lady's husband died, she donated, uh, he had donated her heart. So, she found out the man who had received the heart, or the person who had received the heart of her husband. Are you? Yeah. Are you following the story? Yeah. I'm saying somebody died, donated the heart. And that man had a wife. And the husband had donated a heart. So she found the, hus- the man who has received the heart. Okay? Mm-hmm. So one day she, she, she approached the man. You get it? And she said, I want to ask you for something. And she said, I want to put my hand on your chest. To feel... My husband's heart beating in you. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Because it was her husband's heart that was beating in the man. Yeah. It's a, a completely different heart. That's what it means to be born again. It's like you are you, but a, a part has been removed and another one has been brought altogether. Yes. A new heart, Jesus' heart, a new spirit. Yeah. So she said, I want to put my hand on your chest. And, and I think he allowed her. Yeah. All right? Are you still around? So now, when, when you have an operation, like certain kinds of operations, the doctor will now tell you the implications of the operation you've had. Yes. You may not know the implications. You, you think that oh, it, it, it's just an operation. So it's not just an operation. Based on the operation, this is what it means. Shall I give you some examples? Yes. yes. <laughs> I hope the art students will understand. You explain it to them after. Now, if you have, for instance, a kidney transplant, kidney, you see, what you may not know is that somebody's kidney has been taken from somebody. And it has been put into you. And that the new kidney they've given you, they put it here. Not where it originally was. Yeah, so it's here. Just in front here. And then, these are the implications. That because you have somebody's organ in you. You see, have you seen when you have a um, like a thorn goes into your thumb or somewhere, then it becomes like a big boil. Do you know what is happening? The whole body is informed that a foreigner has come 
here. That's why sometimes when we are having elections and people say that a foreigner has come to vote, it's, it's, it's not so nice. A foreigner has come into your body and all forces should reject this foreigner. So all the white blood cells, when you see pus, white pus, it is white blood cells. It's a white, dead white blood cells. Dead leukocytes. Hmm? <laughs> yes. Oh, look, all the art students can understand. When I'm teaching medicine, art students really understand. Usually, yeah. Isn't it? So the whole body comes together and says no. So it's the fight. When they fight there with the new visitor, when they fight, there are dead casualties, which are the blood, white blood cells. That's the past. So they are all casualties of the war against the thorn. We don't want this thorn here. Out. Now, when you transplant a kidney, it is also received that the body is informed. Have you heard that a foreigner has come here? Meanwhile, the foreigner, we need the foreigner to come and be doing the kidney's work. So the whole body organizes together that let us remove him from here. Uh-huh. Are you with me? So the implication of that is that they have to give you some medicine to reduce your immune response so that your blood cells and other things that attack foreigners should calm down. So they give them a calming drug that calm down. Talk to the boys, Charlie. Take some money. Take some money. Don't attack visitors. <laughs> This is a good visitor. Don't attack him. Don't attack him. Take some money. Take some money. So that money, you have to take it every day of your life. Yeah. And you have to, you have to be careful not to go to places where you can get serious infections. Because it, when you get an infection, your body needs to react to the infection. But if it reacts to the infection, it will also react to the new kidney who is a visitor, whom they don't want. So there are implications. Are you with me? Yes. Prostate gland, when it is also removed, it also has implications. Sometimes they don't have erections again. Yes. God for really bit. <laughs> so they, they have to sit down and explain to you that no more is he going to have erections? Yeah. And maybe there may be, maybe not. In some cases, no at all. And you may have dry ejaculations. Nothing is coming. God for lay your hand on your lay your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, we reject all such oppressions in Jesus' name. Anyway, so back to my verse in Ezekiel. When you come to church, you'll be surprised what you learn. Yeah. So are, are you still here? So every, every operation has those things. They, they can tell you, do you see this operation? It looks like a small thing, but you, can, you cannot work for six weeks. You see a small cancer, don't go out. 
So all these things, doctors, am I saying lies? There are doctors here. Raise your hand if I'm telling the truth. There's a, there are all sorts of doctors here, specialists and so on. Yeah. All right? Now, I'm telling you something. Now that you are born again, now that this surgery has taken place, there are so many implications that people have not been teaching about it. That now that you are saved, you see, or now that a new a surgery has taken place, God has given you a new heart. What does it mean? Yes. How is it going to be? Yeah. And that is what these seven great principles are about. Yes. And that's why we say one of the principles are the first great principle is that after you are saved, your body is the same. So even though you are, the, you are saved, I hope you get what I'm trying to say. You see that even though you are saved, you are still having certain feelings. True or not true? Choristers, is it not true? I mean, you see them as angels when they are singing. But you'll be surprised that their bodies are still the same. So you, you can be shocked by your body. Yes. And you feel disappointed in your feelings and your bodies and your ways and your sins and your fallings. And you say, no, no, I don't, I don't like it. How many girls have that feeling sometimes? Yes. All right. So, after you are born again, listen, you need to, what was the first principle I gave you about the Holy Spirit? You need, huh? To ask for the Holy Spirit because Jesus specifically asked us to do so. And he also specifically promised us the Holy Spirit. Amen. And this is so beautiful. In John, in John uh, 14 verse 16, he said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you Forever. Amen. Now that word comforter is the word paraclete. If you have the Amplified Bible, you'll see it better. Even the spirit of truth. Let's look at the Amplified Bible. It says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter. It's a word paraclete, but into brackets, this is what it means. Look at it on the screen. Beautiful Amplified Bible. All right. Amplified Bible is a very famous Bible. All right. And it says, counselor. So this is what we are going to get in the Holy Spirit. Now that you are saved, you need, you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit, even though he's a spirit. You need what? The Holy Spirit, even though he's a spirit. It's not food. It's not money. It's not anything but a spirit called the Holy Spirit. Because there are other spirits that are not good spirits. Amen. Amen. And it's called a counselor 
So you're going to have counseling from the Holy Spirit. It's a helper. Going to help you in all that you can do. What you are struggling with. Yes. And you must trust the Holy Spirit. You must believe that there is a spirit. Because you can't see. So all these are faith things. You have to believe in the Holy Spirit. It's a helper. Okay? Then an intercessor. What is an intercessor? Somebody who speaks for you. So please forgive him. I came to beg for him. And I'm asking that you can please, if you don't mind, I know that what he did wasn't right. And please, we are, that's an intercessor. Intercede means to intervene or interject or to come in between. So the Holy Spirit is now, now that he's with us on earth, he's going to be begging for us all the time. How many are glad that the Holy Spirit is here to beg for you? Wow. It's too beautiful. Then an advocate is your lawyer. Advocate is a lawyer. Huh? So that means that is going to be your defender in legal issues. Is going to bring some legal points to exempt you. Like when there are some wild charges against you. He'll bring some legal... You see, the Holy Spirit has some scriptures that when he brings, the Father will say, okay, 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 okay. Leave him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How many would like a lawyer who can bring some legal points to just release you? Wow. What a lawyer. Yeah. So you, 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 you'll be exempted. Because he's going to be the lawyer who is right with you. And when like legally speaking, you should die. But it's going to speak. That's the Holy Ghost. After you are born again, you are going to receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to be a comforter, which means into brackets, a counselor, certain thoughts that come to your head, uh, they are not natural, even attitudes. Look, Derek Prince was preaching about demons. You can listen to it yourself. He was saying that demons occupy compartments of human beings. You see, when you do psychiatry or neurology, or you study the central nervous system. Is, too, is it going too far, far away for you? You see that there are, there, are, there, are, there are departments and sections in a human being. Yes. Now, the prince was talking. I'm not going to tell you what he said. But just one thing he said was that demons occupied different sections. And the first section that he wrote was, he spoke about was attitudes and emotions. Demons occupy attitudes and emotions. And it's true. Sometimes you see somebody's attitude, you realize that the attitude is just bad. He's a good person with a bad attitude. You get what I'm saying? He just has a bad attitude. Yeah. And it doesn't help. Are you there or you are leaving? Yeah. Bad 
attitudes. So, those evil, evil spirits can give you an, an attitude. Now, the Holy Spirit can give you a, for instance, the Holy Spirit can give you a forgiving attitude. Like you tend to forgive. You tend to release issues. It's all from the Holy Spirit. It's a good spirit. Amen. And then, after a lawyer, he's a strengthener. Wow. Are you seeing that? Making you strong. Amazing. How many realize you are weak sometimes? How many realize you are weak often? And how many you are weak almost all the time? All three. Most of us are falling to all three. <laughs> Do you know that you can marry somebody and the person will not, cannot stand your weaknesses? Yeah. Like your weaknesses. Maybe you don't like cooking. And the person you've married, there, Charlie, he there. I mean, he, his mind is that. I mean, a wife is to cook. Marriage is about food. You get what I'm saying? And meanwhile, you to cooking, you were pretending when you were beloved that you, you know how to cook. And when they ask you what food can you make, you say, I can make sauce, chicken sauce. What is chicken sauce? <laughs> Anytime you hear that word chicken sauce, you must be suspicious. Because I don't know what is chicken sauce. Are you a Chinese chef? Is it stew or soup? Or what, what is the sauce? Now, the Holy Ghost is the strengthener. Wow! So, your weaknesses, amazing, is going to strengthen you fantastically. Hallelujah. It's going to make you strong. And all your weaknesses will be taken away by the mighty Holy, Holy Spirit. Amen. And then the last part of the Holy Spirit is this part. He's a standby. Standby. How many know what is a standby generator? When there is a crisis. Because you see, electricity only goes off when there's a real crisis. Isn't it? Hmm? I said electricity only goes off when there is a real crisis. I mean, if you heard that the lights are off in New York City, it means there is some major, something major. Yes. I mean, some maybe there's a nuclear war. There's some, I mean, something really great. Yes. So, it is in such cases that you have a standby generator. It's standing by. It's not, it looks as if it's not there. But if something comes up, you see that it's there. Yes. That's how the Holy Ghost is, is to you. So, after you are born again, this Holy Ghost is now a standby. He's come to stand by. Ka, ba, sha, ka, ya, 
and you can call on the Holy Ghost. You are not alone. You just have to call on the Holy Ghost and he'll be there. So beautiful. So beautiful. You, it will look like you are alone, but you are not alone. Yes. One day, I was at Kolegono. Do you know Kolegono? Kolegono is an area of Accra this way. It was church. <laughs> it was after church. It was after church. All right. And uh, I was I was in the it was in the in the hall like here. Then I heard a demonstration going on outside on the street. There was a crowd, they were all walking, and there was a lady who had removed her top and was walking through and with people were following her and it was a demonstration so I asked that what is the demonstration like what what is the issue and then I found they said that she said that somebody has taken her chicken (laughs) are you still listening to me you see, the chickens that are walking around, they have an owner. Yes. And even though you see them free, they, are, they have a standby protector. And so, even though it looks free, you can pick it and eat it. It's not free. They, every, owner, every owner knows his chicken knows where they are and he he can identify this is mine you can't just pick it and fry it no 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 you see the owner the owner is on standby i say your owner is now the holy ghost and the holy ghost will appear suddenly as a standby power source there will be demonstrations in the spirit Because something is trying to touch you. You just have to shout, Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! And the standby power will come on in your life. Hallelujah. So after you are born again, you see, don't, don't, you see, one of the main things, don't take your weaknesses for granted. They are real. Yeah. You really need the Holy Ghost. In 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 42, you see something there. He's talking about when people die. He says, when you die, you are sown. Look at it. It is sown in corruption. Corruption. And you see, so when you die, your body is sown in the ground in corruption. You are corrupt. We are corrupt. Spoiled. You can smell it in your breath in the morning. Yes. Or if you couldn't smell it in your breath, lick your hand and smell and see what, 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 is, what is there. It's corrupted. It's spoiled. Those of you who go farming, I don't know how many farmers are here. But on the way to the farm, you may bend down to poo-poo. But on the way back, what you will smell and what you see, you'll be surprised it's from you. 
This is for those of us who are farmers. Those of you who have not been to the farm before, you will not understand these illustrations. Yeah. Yeah. So you are sown in corruption. Yes. And then number two, are you there? Look at verse 43. It is sown in dishonor. The body. When, you, when somebody dies, it's sown in dishonor. I think maybe you don't understand the verse. Let's, let's read from verse 40, please. The people are not understanding the verse. Daddy boy, why don't you let your, your, your piano thing come down so that we can see clearly. You see, there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial, that's the heavenly body, is more glorious than the earthly body. So when you see me in heaven, you recognize me immediately. Because I'll be having my celestial body. You also have your celestial body. I mean, we shake hands in heaven, we hug in heaven, we do everything in heaven. Or we'll be flowing in heaven. I mean, those of you who are struggling to stay here, you don't, have, you don't have an idea. It's a wild place. People are blowing time there. Yeah. Verse 41. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. And you know that. Stars are different. Aldebaran, Betelgeuse, Regal. They are all different stars of different sizes. If we put the stars here, if we put the earth there, it will be a marble like a stone, small stone down there. By the time we get to one of the stars, it will be like a huge balloon taller than this house. The stars have different sizes. They differ greatly in glory. Yeah. Continue. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It's sown in corruption. So it's like it's showing the different type of stars, different types of bodies. The body we put in the ground is, is a corrupt body. This body is bad. But the one that is coming is going to be very different. Like the different types of stars. Very different. Yeah. Corrupt one is going down. Incorrupt is coming up. Now look at the next one. Beautiful. Beautiful. You can't believe it's you. It is sown in dishonor. How many have been dishonorable? Since you were born into this world. Raise your right hand, your left hand, and even your legs if possible to just... Confirm. Hey. And then it is sown in weakness. You see, this is what I'm trying to explain. Weakness. We are weak. So when you are a pastor or when you stay around for a long time, you, you, you know that even people cannot do things. Even when you preach, you know that as you are doing, you cannot follow the advice. That's as I talk to people, I know they can't do what I'm saying. And I know they won't do it. But you still say anyway. It's our duty to say. So weakness three. Okay, look at the three characteristics of you. Corruption. Check the three three points about you. Corruption, dishonor, and weakness. Why wouldn't you need the Holy Ghost? Is it not true? Turn back to John 14, my, my scripture. That I was giving you. Yeah. So now he says, I'm going to ask for this dishonorable person who is corrupted and weak. I'm going to ask for what? The Holy, the Father to give you another comforter. I say the word comforter is actually confusing because you always feel that somebody is crying and he comes with a handkerchief. So that, that's the Holy Spirit is basically bringing a handkerchief to take away our tears. But actually that is not the meaning. That's the word is in the Greek is paraclete, and this is what it means in the amplified. You see, so it means counselor. Wow. Yeah, 
it's not about comforting you from your tears per se. It's also included, but it's helper. So every weakness in your life from today, as you call on the Holy Spirit, God is helping you powerfully to be something that naturally speaking, you can't make it. Are you with me? All right. And then uh, intercessor. He's always going to intervene in your things. Yes, always. Just step in. Okay, I'm here. I beg you, please. You know, one day I employed somebody to work. And then uh, one of the managers in the church. Just let me use these words. We don't really use those words, but use the word manager in the church. Was taking on the person. You know, and the person was getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> so, so I stepped in and I said, you know, that's not the reason why this person came here. Leave it. Leave it. And it was the end of the case. That's what it means to, to step in. Yeah, that was the end of it. I said, that's not the reason why. That's not the real work. It's just a, this what the person is doing that you are taking the person on. It's, it's actually just a facade. The real work is something else. Yeah. So I just stepped in and I said, no, oblique direction. We are going this way. Asukata. Kabashaka. All right? Beautiful. And then, uh, advocate. Legal. You know, because there are legal points against you. Like, how many realize that sometimes you can't escape... The points are clear against you, but now there's going to become a lawyer who is also going to bring counterpoints. And then the strengthener. Wow. I like that part, the strengthener. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Let's look at this part. This is the Holy Ghost. Look at it. This is the mighty spirit. So I think today's seven great principles, I'm going to be ending on just point number one because I don't think we can go so far. But these are wonderful seven great principles about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because I want to share something else with you also today. Very important. But this is just help us to pray a bit. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Holy Ghost is not the spirit of fear. And this one is important for girls. You know, I'll say something. We brothers, we don't deny. We have lusts. Our brothers who have lusts, raise your hand and own up. Okay. Now, sisters... Yours have to do with fears. Not that boys don't have fears. We also have fears, but yours are as destructive as lasts. Yes. Ours is a minor. Our lasts are major, and the fears are minor. And the girls are fears the minor. A fear is connected to accusations, suspicion, uh, insecurity, Depression, delusions, thoughts, borderline personalities, schizophrenia, all the very serious schizoid personalities, all kinds of things. Yes. Yeah, starting from fear. Yeah. Somebody who has a borderline personality, you know, the person, the math, the, do you know personality disorders? We have a lot of personalities, about 10 of them. It's in one of my books. But if you take this one called a borderline personality, the person will say, I hate you, but don't leave me. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, 
That's a borderline. The mind, you see, the mind is working a different way. I hate you. Don't leave me. I hate you. Don't leave me. I don't like you, but don't leave me. So it's better you see that in a relationship. But if you are signed into that one, you will see how you respond to hatred all through your life. If you can, stay with it. I don't like you, but don't leave me. You both are strong. It's psychiatry. Look, you people, I don't know what you learned in school. Is it too deep? Is it too much, too much medicine for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Personality disorders. So, God has not given you a spirit of fear. The man who God gave one talent, two talents, ten talents, five talents, remember? Uh-huh. The reason why he didn't do his work was fear. He said, I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid. Fear is a very wild thing. It, it, it looks like, oh, just a little bit. But fear, fear can spoil my relationship with you. Yeah. Because I'll, 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 I'll point out my hands up. I love you. And then you'll be looking at him. I fear you. You, this man, you are like this. You are this. You are a dangerous person. I tell you, I swear. I swear heaven and earth. I said, this guy, Charlie, the guy said, this. Meanwhile, I stretched out and said, I love you. I said, I fear you. This guy, what? So we don't flow anymore. We don't talk anymore. We are not close anymore. <laughs> Quarry says, are you, are, you, are you listening? It, apply, it applies to you. Yeah. Now, people have been interpreting these tongues. Eh? You know, when, you, when you, you, you listen to tongues, if you take your Google Translate, it has an automatic, uh, it identifies the language and then the meaning. Yes. So, I don't know these young children, you know, our church is young. Please, if you find it too young, you have to go to an older place. But they were just Googling, translating some of my tongues. Yeah. So one time I was speaking in tongues and I was saying, Chesabanda, Chesabanda. So they just Googled it and they put a the Google Translate on the tongues. No, then it came up and the, the interpretation was knocking, 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 knocking. So I'm knocking, I'm knocking, I'm knocking, I'm knocking. Kabasha, kabasha. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. it's amazing. Yeah. Another time I was speaking in tongues and uh, which one is uh, uh, attacking in pairs? Hasukata. Hasukata. It's, which language is it? Japanese. Hasukata. And then it said attacking in pairs. <laughs> so like in the spirit we were attacking in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and oblique direction yeah. oblique direction attacking pairs yeah. amazing yeah anyway back these are seven great principles on the Holy Spirit are you enjoying seven great principles on the Holy Spirit yeah yeah 
And he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Three spirits you have. Look at it. Power. That's the Holy Spirit. Every weakness in you is drowning. I say, I drown it today by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. And you see, weakness is magnified when you say it is not there. It's so happy when you say it's not there. You see, can you imagine the the rats in your house when they hear you discussing and you say, there are mice, there are mice here. And then the the mice are hearing you. And then the other person says, no, there are no mice here. And then the mice will be saying, yes, amen, there are no mice here. Then this one, he said, no, there are mice here. We should kill them. He said, no, there are no mice. I tell there is no mouse. No mouse can stay here. All the ceiling is sealed. All the dust here. There is no whatever we have. And the mouse will be shouting, amen, we are not here. Amen, we are not here. Amen. Say it, brother. Say it, brother. We are not here. La ma sha they were also telling me when I when some of the time when I said Kelabasha, it means abundance. So when you, those who've been shouting, I receive it. They are saying I receive it to abundance. Kelabasha <laughs> You can check those of you old-fashioned. You you check your Google Translate on your phone. It's right there. It says the language and then they them Japanese one is Hawaiian, Estonian, yeah. So when you have a weakness and you are arguing and you say it's not there, the mice are so happy they say, Amen. We are not here. Amen. We are not because when you say they are here, and I say they are here, then the mice will be trembling because go and bring the poison, go and bring the trap, go and bring the let's get the hockey stick, let's chase them. No, then they are saying, Amen. We are not here, they are not here, they are not here. Say that they are not here. That's how we behave towards our weaknesses. That's why we have long meetings about things that are real. It's no need. It's no need to say, I, I don't have. When there is a problem, and there are problems with all of us, why is there a long meeting and a discussion? The demons are so happy to say, We are not here. We are not here. We never deal with it. That's why, why would God give you a spirit of power if you are powerful? Huh? Why would God give you a spirit of power if you are powerful? You should hear the demons sing. Yeah. When, when, if I say that you have a borderline personality disorder, I say, I don't have a borderline Amen. The people say, Amen. You don't have anything. Say it again. Meanwhile, you are a spirit. The, the hallmark of borderline personality is inconsistency. It's this and that. Nice and not nice. Yeah, it's nice and paradox. The person itself is a paradox and is paradoxical. It's for the art student. Explain to us the meaning of these words. Please explain to the science student what is uh, these words. Uh, science students are lost.
And then the spirit of love. Yes. When you, whenever you sense a lot of love, God is there. God is love. God is love. God is love. Yes. God is love. Love is of God. He that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. You cannot love unless you know God. What, when a mother says she loves her children, is what wild animals have for their young. It's not love. That's not the love I'm talking about. We all have it. Every, every creature has it. We're talking about God's love and love. Is beyond what you have for your children. Yes. He that loveth is born of God and knoweth. If you see love, the person is born of God and know. If he cannot love unless he knows God. That's why when an unbeliever says, I, I love you, I'm going to marry you. Say, you love, you, what you mean is you last me. You last me. You last me. Yeah. I last you. Charlie, I last you. <laughs> You are lasted. <laughs> I lasted you. I've, I've lasted you for some time. <laughs> are you still around? Look at Second Timothy one verse seven. Seven principles on the Holy Spirit. Yes, this is not a, a sermon. I'm just. This is a, just. I'm just talking. Listen. And is giving you not the spirit of fear, but of power, and then a sound mind. You see, their mind. You see, their mind is one of the important areas. Pray that you will relate with somebody with a sound mind. Yeah. Receive a sound mind. Yes. Your mind will be sound from now. That's from the Holy Spirit. Stabilizing your mind. Stabilizing your mind. If somebody says you are nice and you always say I'm not nice, your mind is not sound. So I love you. You don't love me. I say I love you. What should I? Should I remove my head and put it on the chair before you believe that I love you? When I say I love you and you don't smile and you don't jump, your your mind is not sound. Yes. Your mind is not sound. You should have been jumping. You love me. That's how you should respond to love. You don't have to say, mm, mm, thanks. Or say something negative. Are you sure? Really? Mm. Amen. You say amen. I say I love you. Say amen. I say I love you, say amen. Is it the word of God? Is it, is, it, is it a scripture? Is it a scripture that your response is amen? When you lose hope, your mind, your mind is not sound. That's why there's a lot of preaching in church. You get hope. How many become more hopeful when you come to church? As I'm preaching, are you not more hopeful of something better, isn't it? Because the Holy Spirit is working. And the Holy Spirit is bringing hope to your situation. Yes. That's, it's so important that you have hope. 
Yes. Hope keeps a man alive. Yes. Hope keeps you going. Hope keeps you going. You know, there's always a feeling that keeps you going. And you must have something of a, a feeling to keep you moving. Either hope. Some people, it's hatred that keeps them moving. Yes. God for really bit. God for really bit. Yeah. Hope. For me, my hope. And I hope to have a really nice house in heaven. How many will visit me? Ah. Huh? You be there. So you visit me, I visit you. And I see you off, you see me off. Like we'll be seeing ourselves off all the time. And I hear that all relationships we have on earth are continued in heaven. Yeah, that's what I, I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. And they are purified. So you can spend a night in a brother's house. It doesn't matter. Like you can stay in somebody's room. I mean, there's no, there's no struggle at all. Abundance. Hasukata. Your enemies are being attacked in pain. Yeah, so I have a hope and also a chariot. Yes. I, I plan to have a chariot. In fact, actually a number of chariots. I'm hearing it from the spirit as I'm talking. A number of chariots. Number of chariots. I plan to visit mountains, stars. I'll be visiting stars. Yes, some of the stars I'll be going there to see, to inspect what a star, I mean, what are, what's happening in all those places. Galaxies beyond. Earth will look like a toy compared to heaven. Crowns. Every soul will be adding to the crown. Every soul won. Be adding to the crowns. Every soul. That's my hope. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm preaching. Yeah. My hope is there for glory yeah so hope keeps us going but if it was to get a car by, by the grace of God I already have a car and I can have a driver if I, if I have a lot of drivers my, my driver is actually a bank manager can you imagine being driven by a bank manager Hasukata <laughs> Yeah. Already I've achieved what people are trying to achieve. It's a car and house, this, that, that. Now. Yeah. So heaven is keeping me going. So God is giving me a sound mind. And one of the unsound mind is fear. Because schizophrenia, madness, has a lot of fear in it. Yeah. Fear is not a good thing. One man, he went and bought pl- uh, plaster. You know plaster. And he came to the house. And he took the plaster and covered all the sockets, the switches. He said that the CIA are listening to him in the house. Yes. 
it's, 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 it's too much. I'm explaining to you how the fear it progresses. Another man went and he bought scaffolding and he brought it into the house, into his room. And then he lifted the scaffolding up towards the ceiling. He said that the, the ceiling, the house, the ceiling is going to fall on him. So he's stabilizing the house. So, and then the engineer, everybody's explaining to him that it's not so. The city said, no, it, I have to stabilize it. I'm explaining to you where fears reach. Then you start, it's, sometimes what happens is mental illness only you see at a point where it's, ah, no, then it strikes you that this is not, but it has been there all along. All the other things were also the same thing, but when that happens, you see that, oh, it's, it, was, it was fear. It was actually the person has been, that's why, so that's why they took a long time to diagnose this particular one called borderline personality disorder. It was a borderline. We don't know what we are dealing with. So back to my scripture, please. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power. What? Found mine. Come on. God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He has given unto us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and of sound mind. Again. God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given unto us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. This is what you have received. This is what you have received. Power, the ability to love. You will be a nice person to marry, I promise, I prophesy. All sorts of distorted personalities are being corrected in the name of Jesus. And, and I want to sit down. I want to warn all of you. Don't join in your parents' troubles. Don't add your parents. Because you see, before you realize, you, you, you receive curses which you don't need. If your parents are quarreling, you are a child. How do you join either your mother or your father against the other person? You are now bored with your father because he has gone for somebody. It's not your concern. Because you are a child. And it is not your duty. Your duty, you must honor your father and your mother. That's all. Even if your father is in prison, your duty is to honor him. You go and visit him in prison, give him food, do, be nice to him, be his darling boy or darling girl. That's all. That's all. Why did you go to prison? What have you said? So- Please. Thank you. Did he say investigate your father? Judge your father, correct your father, uh, inspect him, uh, what? Prosecute him, rebuke him, judge him, interrogate him, honor your father. That is not, is above you. Some of you have joined with your parents to be, you are now a joint, a joint wife. You have not married yet, but you have become like a wife, a bitter woman. But tell a bitter widow. 
If you are Botelli, please, in Jesus' name, I cancel that. Uh, you cannot add certain problems to your life. You have not yet started your own. When your own comes, then we know who you are. Is it a good advice I'm giving you? Yes. Just flow coolly. Be a darling boy, a darling. Because I tell you, your father who is blind, who you say is going to follow somebody, is the one who can say, My daughter, may God bless you, and he can bless you even in his. You see, Isaac was blind, but when he blessed Jacob, it happened. And he was actually even deceived. Because they lied to him that this is Jacob. So he was deceived and he was also blind. But when he spoke, it happened. Because he's a father. So don't add yourself to senior things that are below you. So that your life will be a little better. Are you still around or you are are going home? God has not given us a spirit of fear. But a spirit of power, love, and a sound. The sound mind. You'll be hearing more of these psychiatric conditions because the sound mind, you, you see people moving around as if they are. One brother, he was having a lot of problems at home. A lot. I know him. One day, in fact, he was considering divorce seriously. So one day, his wife attacked him on a car park or something. That was the first time it occurred to him that maybe it's a mental problem. And it was. When he did, when that happened, he also was a doctor. He realized that, no, this, it is not a quarrel. It's actually a mental problem. There are a lot of things, there are no quarrels at all. It's a mental di- disease. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> There's no quarrel at all. There's no quarrel at all. It's just a mental problem. And, and, huh? Hey, Chinese. It's going to be done. Chesabando. Yes, Galician. Anuma. Supplicate. Wow. You see, when you are in a young church, the technology is very high. So fantastic. So fantastic. All right. Now, how many have enjoyed this prayer time? Because we are talking about the Holy Spirit, isn't it? Yeah, it's so wonderful. Talk about the Holy Spirit. So let's stand to our feet for a few moments and just pray for the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit is. Please, I want you to ask God for. Do you think the Holy Spirit is a good spirit to have? Just lift your hands and ask God for the Holy Spirit. For our, our service today is not going to be that long because it's exam time. But I believe that as we are here, God is already blessing us mightily. Just lift up your hands and thank God. Father, thank you for this great blessing that you give to us. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. 
We praise you. We thank you. Manna Santolo Morama Mandarabandarabaka. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you for the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Pray. Jesus said, If you being evil know how to give gifts, Luke 11, verse 13, shall not my Father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Mandala makaba shandolomo marandali babandere meke mandala baba. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, Mandole de de We give you praise, Jesus. We give you praise. We ask you, Lord, give us the Holy Spirit. Spirit of power, Lord. Give us the spirit of power. Strengthen us, Lord. Give us the spirit of love. Let us be loving. Lord, help us to walk in love. We want our love to last, Lord. We want the God kind of love. We want real love, Lord. Give us the spirit of a sound mind, Lord. Take away fears, Lord. Take away wickedness. Take away hopelessness. Yes, Lord. Take away madness, Lord. Yes, Lord. Deliberacabasoria Rabba Kasilero Kopoko Shakata, Ilelia Maduli Balelia Maduli, Melelia Baranda La Shikam Barani Atando, Lema Shike Dalia Soria Baha, Marako Palia Taliande, Meliga Boloko Sakatala Limaya, Radini Mikason Takariandaba, Lima Duli Mikapaluanda Ligle, Melisto Riade Jaglimo Bareniata, Libalo Mashike, Ilerina Masuta Kararia Bayandabaya, Maladia Bakasuke Keriatoka, Lege Meneko Sambariama, Milagroche, Meriagoche, Meliagrado Bakastembre, Ginde La Grando Balanama, Iramana Chica Baradia Tonda, Maskide Le Grobe Castele, Mila Capala Mini Misoria Bacando, Maleste Leliato Paraliacopa, Lima Chukelie, Remed Agustem Balina Matomaga, Ayara Baco Sicaria Biatale, Malagida Bacasoca Paradiatale, Iria Basunca Tanchila, Malizo Riagabaca, Lemanu Moshike Baratusaka, Ilega Bariatomo, Menemisonda Labamichica Baranimo Capaya, La Paradio Bashandabaya, Ilaria Bacapaya Labaha, Erebeco Shaka Paradia Bayababa, Eleromono Chica Baralia Tende, Malise Riado Balache, Eligra Baliama, Arabaco Pacasaya, Ayacarabaco Saketaya, Milarana Masada Liabaya, Lerisoco Poconomo Chicabaya, Iandalabaca Sandeleca Palabaya. Lord, we call upon you this morning. We call on you this morning. We cry out to you. 
Send us your Holy Spirit. Iriyama shake iribo ila barakanda rabaya shanda baya marapa kasoka paradia takopaya maraka paradia parani masheke iria barashoka arabia bakashake irebene mesunte tabarani mokoba le riobo hasile le riobo miriandobo melici keramande malirio belesula maradia cheklindo meskindo bandale menedia negrimo manano iramana shike ireboko sokompara biantone alo shikale mario shikale iriemo shikale lopo sokopara kisokaba mila sunbre menamro menemro menamro menemro menamro mesheka paradie Somebody lift your voice and call on God for the mighty Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a good gift that God wants to give to all His children, to those who ask Him. Ask God this morning for the mighty Holy Spirit and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now listen, whenever you are praying for the Holy Spirit, you see, you can spend seven hours praying for the Holy Spirit if you know how to pray for the Holy Spirit. When you pray for the Holy Spirit, don't just pray, Lord, give me the Holy Spirit. There are many spirits that make the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah 11, it talks about the spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of knowledge, spirit of the fear of the Lord, spirit, and so on. But all through the Bible, apart from that, there are many mentions. So you can take each one, one by one, and be praying. So we are going to do that a little now. Let's lift our hand and pray for the spirit of power. Power. Whatever is weak in you, Jesus. whatever weakness is you, let's pray for Jesus. the spirit of power. Jesus, spirit of power, parakosha kabaya, reka barakapasha karabaya, ilirima kasandora bakaparadia baya, ilerobo koshi kararabia tando lavo, enjereklebe kasora bakikatania balaba, lerobo koshi akebegasto, marandi rebakashana bakapaya, ilarama shadego sekeralia ba. Every weakness is going out of the way yes, 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 We don't understand what is love. 
pray for the spirit of love that you will be loving and lovable yes lift your hand holy yes. spirit of love holy My spirit God. of love spirit of love spirit of love spirit of love yes, of love. yes. that is what will make you to be chosen yes that is what will make you to be light to be yes. heaven when there's love in you love upon you yes Now let us pray for the spirit of a sound mind. Any psychiatric or psychological aspect of you that is not working well. Through the Holy Spirit of a sound mind. Your judgment and your decisions are not good. Receive the sound mind. Lift your hand and pray for the Holy Spirit. The spirit of a sound mind. Ask God, ask God for the spirit of a sound mind. For sound Lord, judgment, for sound, sound decisions, sound thinking, sound good thinking, good thinking. Now, there is a spirit mentioned in the Bible, the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. Yeah, the spirit of grace in Hebrews. It says, can you then despite to the spirit of grace? That means uh, what you don't deserve is given to you. Lift your hand and ask for the spirit of grace. Yes, the spirit of grace. Spirit of Thank you, Lord. Thank you for spirit of grace. Thank you for spirit of grace. 
Hallelujah. There is another spirit. Yes. The spirit of holiness. Yes. How many want God to give you the spirit of holiness? Yeah. Let us pray for the spirit of holiness. Lift your hand. Holy spirit of holiness. Holiness. Spirit of holiness. Give us the spirit of holiness. Candoba, Mareno, Sembrale, Rafa, Casado, Cote, Kendrigue, Noma, Ayaraba, Now, we are going to pray for the spirit of knowledge. Listen, everything that you don't know that is important that you know. When you pray for the spirit of knowledge, God is going to lift your hand and pray for the spirit of spirit knowledge, of right? Knowledge. Anything that is important for spirit you. Spirit of know. knowledge. Every form of ignorance is going yes. out of your life. Spirit yes. of knowledge. Yes. Spirit of knowledge. Alezuri bakaria bazulia kabaria Robede gashkeria Menderebe gashkeria Ramizoria Marokos kabria toti kelagle Mendezinde mandozinde mendezinde Ishara bakusebaya Roshe kliko paradia Spirit of knowledge Ikaramaya sutarabaya Raparadio shake Rabaya bio shake Rabaya bio shake Rabaya bi asirio bayabi Erino ya baria bakuse bayabi Enesembre galobrashanda bayakaya Ia kuteka bayadile Rendomo, shendomo, riakondomo Nasadi ya bakobalia Marabatige meseloria ya manema Shida bakoseke Thank you. Finally, I want us to pray for the spirit of understanding. Anything you don't understand, Lord, let me start to understand. Let me start to understand. Lift your hand and pray for my spirit of understanding. My God. Oh, yes, Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, Iria para kasih kerobok kuncari abaya, bintaria mana sude, 
bless and anoint us fill us with your graces your knowledge your faith your spirit of holiness your spirit of power your spirit of love the spirit of a sound mind bless us with hope lord bless us with faith lord encourage us to serve you encourage us to press on and do great things for you thank you for blessing everybody here with the spirit holy spirit of god thank you lord in jesus name and everyone said amen, amen. god bless you you may be seated
Jesus, 
just a little bit further? Can't you preach just a little bit more? And can't you give just a little bit more? The church must send or it will end. So attempt great things for God. Oh, oh, oh. Get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Oh, 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 oh. Get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus came on a mission. He came from heaven to earth. He fought the devil in the wilderness. He fought for the souls of men. He came to seek that which was lost. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, dying on the cross. His blood was shed for us. We need to get up, get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight, oh no, get up, stand up, you must fight the fight, get up, stand up, don't give up the fight, oh no. fought for the name of Christ they have fought to build the church of God they fought to do his will they fought to go on a mission field they fought and died for Jesus sake they fought to win the lost oh, fighting a good fight we need to get up get up stand up you must fight the fight get up stand up don't give up the fight. Oh, no, no, no. Get up, stand up. You must fight the fight. You must fight the fight. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. to the ends of the world Paul went to the Gentile nation preaching Christ to them William Carey fought for India Adoniram Jackson fought for Burma Zizendorf went to the ends of the world James McEwan for Ghana You need to get up Get up, stand up Oh, oh, oh You must fight the fight Oh, oh, get up, stand up don't give up the fight, you need to get up, get up, stand up, you must fight the fight, get up, stand up, don't give up the fight, now listen, it's my turn and it's your turn to fight a really good fight, others have worked, now we must work for this generation, 
We cannot sit and make excuses Playing games with the word of God Getting married and making babies Doing business and changing jobs We are in a fight Oh, a fight to win the loss You better get up Get up, stand up Oh my, you must fight the fight Get up, stand up
give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. These are the words of William Carey. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. That's William Carey speaking. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his word. Let us give ourselves wholly that our profiting may appear ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. Are we justified in staying here? That's William Carey. While so many are perishing. Without means of grace in other lands, we must take every chance of doing good to the lost. Oh yeah, we'll be laboring, we'll be traveling day and night, ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. We must teach, exhort, rebuke, and preach the word. With all long suffering and an anxious desire for the lost. We must be instant in prayer for the pouring out of the sweet. William Carey to push ourselves with all of our minds in promoting the gospel and the kingdom of our Christ ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20. Mm-mm. I'll be ready at 20 for
It's preaching time, it's miracle time, it's supernatural time, 
It's time for an encounter with God. It's time to hear from God. It's time for your life. Are you excited? It's time for your life to be changed. It's time for God to touch you at your point of need. And if you're as excited and blessed as I am, help me welcome Prophet right here onto the stage. I can hear your sound, Blessed Love Church. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. for your blessing this morning, this afternoon. We are so glad we are in your house. Touch every life and every heart in a mighty and special way in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. How many are already blessed? Wow, we are so blessed already, isn't it? How many enjoyed Ida's beautiful songs? I want my love to last. Wow. It's a mood-changing song. Fantastic. Now, this morning, or this whatever today is, today, I have a very short message. I've already preached seven great principles, but I have a very important short message for you and for everybody who listens. All right? Tomorrow, uh, today is the last day of my... um, um, how, how old are you? 29 years. If you are 29 years old, how many years have you lived? He's an art student. If you are, if you are 50 years, you've lived how many years? Look, find an arts or a science student who can answer. If you are 28 years old, how many years have you lived? There's no trick in the question. No. When you are one year old, you've lived for one year. No. When you, when you celebrate your birthday, one year. It means you've lived for one year. No, 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 don't forget about No, we are not in Korea. <laughs> one year, you've lived for one year on earth. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. yes. So, tomorrow is my birthday. And so, it means today is the last day. Wait, wait, wait. To, today is the last day. Of my which year? Fifty fifth. So fifty six starts tomorrow. Is that not so? That year starts tomorrow. All right. So it's a very important uh, day to me in terms of certain spiritual things. All right. Because God spoke to me about something when I was some years ago. Yeah. So sit down. I'm still talking. So 
I want to I want to share something, okay, you see, because okay, okay. I am I am nearing another era. Mm-hmm. So I want to share something, just a short message, all right, um, that I believe is important for us going forward, for the whole church. Amen. And I believe that God will bless us if we can hear what he wants us to do. Amen. So, you see, if you know what I know as a doctor, you know that you can easily not be around. And also, if you know not only medicine, other things and events, you can know that you will easily not be in the world. It takes so, some, a short thing, something small, and you are, you are, you are vanishing. True or not true? So, I believe that it is a significant um, age for me. And so, I want to share with you uh, a vision that I believe is important for us as a church. Amen. Turn with me to Habakkuk. And this is very short. It will be about... 20 minutes maybe and we are done. I will stand upon my Habakkuk chapter 2 and set me upon my, the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. Amen. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but it sh- at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, but it will surely come. His soul which is lifted up is not right upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Amen. Now look at verse 1. Habakkuk 2 verse 1. I will stand on my watch and I will set me on my tower And I will watch to see what he will say to me. And what I will answer when I am reproved. So, as Christians, we must watch to see what God will say to us. Amen. Now, I believe that God has spoken to me. And um, verse 2. And the Lord answered said, write the vision and make it plain. Now, this is a, a short message, but it's a message to all churches in UD and also to us here. Right? It says, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables. Now, if you take uh, a church like the Church of Pentecost, which is one of the great missions that have been in Ghana for years. Recently, they announced their membership and so on and you know, how they had grown and all that. And one of them, uh, somebody made a comment and attributed it to a vision that their founder gave them in 1970 something or whatever, when he told the church that we should, they should have a church at your doorstep. Yes, a church at your doorstep. 
Do you see? So that means that every there should be a church at somebody's doorstep. Which is, you can see in the Pentecost church, that vision, I mean, it's like, it sounds like a simple word, but it's something that has also carried the church uh, forward, and it's like, it's a, it's a blessing. So, Pentecost are our senior brothers, you see, and um, in Nigeria, redeemed are also our senior brothers. You get what I'm saying? So, they are good examples, and they are good examples for us to do. And I see one of the things about the church is that just like whatever your, gov- your government does, it affects you. It's the same thing in the church because in a sense, the church is, the, is God's embassy. You know, when you are in a country, you know, your country's embassy is like your home. Did you know that? Especially when you are in a far away country where everything is different. You are always happy if you are a Ghanaian. You are happy to have see a Ghana, a Ghanaian embassy or Ghana something. If you are from Ghana. You know. You are happy to have an embassy. And you see the flag and you, you see people are there eating kinky. Wow. <laughs> and I'm sure those who are from other countries, if you come here, I'm sure the South Africans are happy to see the South African embassy, South African ambassador, and you are all speaking your language, and so on and so forth. So when you come to the church, the church is also your embassy from heaven, from God, here on earth. So when you come to church, that's why you feel at home in church, because it's the embassy from where you are going, where you belong, here on earth. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Home on earth. Is it beautiful? Now, I want to give us a vision also as the founder because tomorrow is Founders Day in our church. The the 14th of May is our Founders Day. Every church has a Founders Day. So, my birthday is the Founders Day for all of our churches. All right? Did you know that? You didn't know that? I'm telling you. you, What you don't know, I'm telling you. Right? It's a good thing. Whenever you are disconnected from the founder, you don't do well. If you look at churches, uh, example, let's say the Methodist church, it looks a little dis- different from what John Wesley was doing. A little, a little different, quite different in certain places. You know, once I visited um, the, the, um, where John Wesley is buried, you know, and the man took us for a tour and he told us that all the things that John Wesley stood for and fought for, all those things have come back. Everything that he tried to do, I mean, that was different from what the Church of England was doing. They has all come back to the church. You know, so that was what they, they said to me. I didn't say it, but, you know, you notice, if you read about John Wesley, John Wesley was a man with manifestations, crusades, manifestations outdoor preaching outdoor crusades and manifestations and all kinds of things miracles all all, all sorts of things you know so um, very important that you you stay connected to to your founder and also when you have the, the church disconnected from Jesus the church is difficult to run because we are so different from what he was trying to do. Are you with me? Are you? Uh, 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 okay. Outside people, outside people. Okay, beautiful. 
this is such a short sermon, I don't see why you should not be, pay attention. So I want to give you a vision also. And I've given you a little background because I believe that it is very, very important. So let's go to Isaiah 54. That's the vision right there. And it's not a new vision because there's nothing new under the sun. Isaiah 54. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to 3. It says, Sing, O barren, thou that it's not bare, and break forth into singing. Cry aloud, thou that it's not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left hand, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Amen. So the vision I want to make very clear is attempt great things for God. All right? And that is the vision that I want to give to the church, to all of us. Attempt great things for God. And that is the way that I want us to celebrate my birthday is to take in this vision of attempting great things for God. Now, you can attempt great things for your personal life. You can attempt great things in business, great things in education, great things in politics, great things in your, for your children, great things in finance, great things in science. Like when I went to NASA, I saw the rockets. They have attempted great things. They've gone to space. They've done this. They've gone to the moon. They've gone to Mars. They've gone to Jupiter. They've gone here. They've filmed it. They've sent human beings. They've brought human beings back. So, attempt, they've attempted great things in science. But this vision is attempt great things for God. Write it down. Attempt great things for God. Into an colon, which is to say, the vision of twos. The vision of twos. T-W-O, twos. I'm giving you the vision of twos. And this concerns every church Every pastor, everybody, everywhere. The vision of twos. Alright? So the vision of twos is going to be our attempt. Okay? To do great things for God. Amen. Now, why do you see attempt great things for God in the Bible? In verse 2 of this scripture, which we read... It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Other versions say, make a large area. Another one says, enlarge your house or enlarge the church. Build an addition. The New Living Translation says, enlarge your house. Build an addition. Spread out your home or spread out your church and spare no expense. Look at it. Enlarge your house, which means enlarge the house of God that we are in. Then build an addition. Yes. 
build an addition to what you have built and then spread out your home do you see and then spare no expense in other words we have to pour in all the money we can pour into the church and into the work of God now this is the vision that I'm giving anyone who doesn't follow this vision is a rebel with the consequences of being a rebel straight heading for you targeting you the message bible says clear lots of ground for your tents make your tents large spread out think big use plenty of rope drive the tent pegs deep amen amen so you can see what God is telling us here is uh, in the basic Bible English basic Bible English edition of the Bible BBE it says make wide the place of your tent let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out spare not lengthen your cord uh, sorry be stretched out without it make your cords long and your tent pins strong amen all right now what is this what is god trying to tell us in the new living translation i believe we have the easiest way we can say enlarge your house build an addition spread out your home and spare no expense and I'm, I'm going to be ending in a few minutes, but listen carefully. Attempt, hey, sit down. Hey, sit down, sit down, sit down. Attempt great things for God. Now, the vision of twos. Attempt great things. So I'm going to give you five elements in the vision of twos. Are you still there? Beautiful. Number one, two million members. Two million members. We are going to have two million members. And I don't want anybody to compare yourself with any church unless the church has got two million members. Don't praise yourself and say, oh, our church is bigger than that. It's nonsense. Do you have two million members? Mm -hmm. Do you have two million souls? That's what it means. Number two, 20,000 pastors. Yes. It's all, all in twos. Now, our vision is within striking distance because when you look at our numbers, we are on the way to these numbers. Yes. We are on the way to these numbers. Number three. 20,000 churches is a vision of twos that I'm launching on my birthday. I mean, it's a few hours to my birthday. And then 2,000 church buildings. 2,000 church buildings. And then number five. Huh? Number five. 200 bishops. 
Yes. So that is the vision of twos. Amen. Two million, we want two million members to be our members. All souls that we've won to Christ everywhere. I'll be going to Australia for a camp meeting there. And I'm, I'm telling them, those, you'll be there? Of course, you'll be there. You'll never have a restriction for traveling. I said, you'll never be restricted in your traveling, in Jesus' name. Yeah. And they also have their share of this vision. Two million members, just ordinary souls that are won to Christ in our church. And then 20,000 people to become pastors. Yes. Huh? Yes. 20,000. That's the vision of twos. Everything is two. Yes. And then 20,000 churches. Because sometimes you have two pastors in a church. You see? So the churches are different from the pastors. So you can have 20,000 pastors, but maybe 10,000 churches, two pastors in every church. So 2,000, 20,000 pastors. There must be 20,000 churches and 20,000 pastors. It's different. Yeah. Are you with me? And then the buildings. The church buildings, the physically built buildings. You see, right now, as I speak, Church of Pentecost has got 2,500 buildings, church buildings, in, only in Ghana. Yes. Yes. It's the biggest church. It's bigger than Catholic, Presby, everybody. Yeah. And, and, and you see, as I said, we are babies. Yes. We are charismatics, we make a lot of noise. And then there's nothing much to show. Yes, because if we have church buildings in hundreds and somebody is in thousands, we are we are nowhere. Yes. We are children and we have to accept it. And and rather learn. Do you understand? So two thousand church buildings. It shall be. And then 200 bishops. In our church, you don't become a bishop when we point at you and say you are a bishop. It's not like that. Uh, You don't just become a bishop by pointing at people and saying you are a bishop. It's not like that. It it, it involves so many things. Yes. Are you with me? (laughs) So, this is the vision of twos. And what God is saying is attempt great things for God. Let's try to do something great for God. And God is telling us here, look, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread your home, and spare no expense. Now, let me tell you, what I'm saying is is prophetic. You see, William Carey, he was an Englishman, a cobbler. Do you know what is a cobbler? What do you call a shoemaker? But the shoemaker, he doesn't make shoes. He repairs the shoes. It's a different thing. But anyway, just accept. Just. You know, there are, there are certain things we've been doing for a long, long time that are wrong. 
like when you tell somebody koto, what do you understand koto? Koto. Yes, to bow. But it's not koto, it's kowtow. Kowtow. It's kowtow. Check, check your... Uh, Check your check your check your dictionary. It's kowtow. K O W T O W is kowtow. If you like, press your you check your dictionary and press there's a speaker press it to pronounce it to tell you kowtow. And you say koto. <laughs> you should be saying kowtow. <laughs> huh? Have you got it? Kowtow. Kowtow. And it means what? To bend the knees and bow in a several manner. So, uh, let's press it again. Kowtow. Kowtow. How many have learned something since you came to... You see? Science students. Take notes. But I'm a science student and I'm showing you... Uh, I'm both science and arts. Because I did geography, I did literature. Yeah, so I'm sort of an art student. But mixture. An artistic scientist. <laughs> kowtow. Tell somebody, don't kowtow to the devil. <laughs> Back to, what, what was the topic we were preaching about? Attempt Kobla, yes. Attempt great things for God. The vision of twos. Two million members, twenty thousand pastors, twenty thousand churches, two thousand church buildings. And we are in the hundreds. All this we are in the hundreds. We are between I don't want to give you figures here, but we are if it's, if it's two million, we are, we are between zero and one million. I mean, we are in the middle somewhere. Do you understand? Yes, the first half. So it's like about a quarter. You know, something like that. But I don't want to go into all that. So, because you, you don't give a vision which is impossible. And beyond possibility. We are within striking distance of this vision. We can do it. Now, I was telling you about William Carey. William Carey is a man of God whom, who, who was a cobbler, but he was impressed by the Bible, by the word of God. That's where Jesus said, go into the world. And he said that, why are we not going into the world? He didn't understand why Christians were staying in one place. Are we justified in staying here? Yes. While so many are perishing in other lands, they, don't, they lack the means of salvation. Many of the words in Ready at 20 are the words of William Carey. They are his words. They are not my words. They are his words. He said we must give ourselves to this gospel to preach and we must travel, we must preach, we must go day and night. Amen. So, 
Nobody was going on any mission to nowhere. Everybody was happy in England. And he said, we must go. So he preached a message. And this was the message he preached in Isaiah 54. There's nothing new under this. Isaiah 54. Enlarge your house. Build an addition. So he couched these words. Attempt great things for God. Let us try to do something great for God. Yes. He, he, he came up and said, why don't we try to do something great for God? At least try. And I want to speak to my church and to all of us. And to tell us that, let us try to do something great for God with our lives. And in our lifetime. Because we can, if we put our heads to. All my life I have noticed, when I want to achieve something. I'm not able to achieve it when I don't have people to help me. The people who look like they're helping me, they're actually not doing what I want. But when I achieve, usually there's somebody around me. You may not see the person, but that person is making my ideas come to pass. Including in this church. Many of the ideas that I have for what, how a church should be are what we are doing now. But the young people are implementing it for me. They do what I want. It's true. Look at the church, it's full. Yes. It's full. So, what I'm saying to you is that God wants us to do great things. So, William Carey wrote a book. And this is the book. This is one of the original books that he wrote in 1792. This is a book. These are how books were in those days. Yes. This is the book. This is the original book by William Carey. Yeah. This is how books were. Yeah. My son gave this to me as a birthday present yesterday. This book. Original William Carey book. That has been made. That they made. This is a book. Even when you read, you can't even read some of the S is like F. Yes. And he wrote, he said, and this, this is the t- title, said, an inquiry into the obligation of Christians to use means for the conversion of the heathen. By William Carey. Yeah. (laughs) Three shillings and sixpence. Three shillings and sixpence. The price is is typed and part of the. It looks like an exercise book. Yeah. Yeah. This is how, if you print a book in those days, it's like this. This is William Carey, 1792. And he got on a boat with his reluctant wife and his wife's sister. And he never came back to England. He never came back. He died. When he was dying, when he was dying, 
Somebody sat, sat by him and he smiled at the person and said, none of my wishes has not been fulfilled. All my wishes have been fulfilled. What I tried to do, I've been able to do it. Yes. Or, because he tried to do so many things. He translated the Bible into so many Indian languages. He spent years before he had even one convert. Huh? In his lifetime, he had 400 converts. Huh. Yeah. Very great. And he decided to go out and try. You see, I like the word attempt. You, see, you can see that you are not good. He married three women. Eh? His first wife died. His second wife died. And he married a third one. And when he died, he told me, bury me by my second wife, not by my first wife. Because she rarely opposed him. Yeah, she rarely opposed him. Yes. But as he was dying, he said, there is none of my wishes that has not been fulfilled. Yeah, none of my wishes. So, you know, you can say, you see, if, if this is what we are trying to achieve. Look, my car is here. I have a car, driver, air conditioning with music in the car. When you press here, the music is playing. What else do I need in this world? If that is the aim, I've already accomplished it. You get what I'm saying? So, God has put it in my heart. And you know, one of the admirable things about it, Pentecost churches. Many lay people, and William Carey, you see, he used his skills and set up a printing press, ran a printing press, became a manager of a printing press to survive. Yeah, he, he had to do anything to survive in India. So they employed him, and he was doing as he was doing, then he was doing the Bible translations and printed it, did many things. And he is called the father of modern mission because after him, so many people were inspired. The Americans, this English, the Americans were saying, ah, look at what William Carey has done. Then Adoniram Judson got up. Let me go to Burma. This one got, let's go to Hawaii. Let's go here. Let's go all over the world. He inspired people to also do great things for God and enlarge the tent. You know, life can be meaningless. That's why Solomon was depressed. Because if I give you all the things you desire now, you will see that you are shocked. That it has turned into nothing. All the things you think you don't have, if I give them to you now, you see that, and, and so what? Will be the next question. And so, soak your Gary. Let us attempt to do great things for God. With our lives. Whatever we have achieved is nothing. God is giving us a vision. And I tell you, when that vision is in your heart and you seek after God, Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Is it not true? It, It means attempt great things not for yourself. But attempt great things not for yourself. Attempt great things for God. Attempt. 
and expect great things. Yes. Yes. At least I will try and give it my best shot to build at least, to put down at least 2,000 church buildings before I lie down. For God. (laughs) Not my own houses. (laughs) For God. At least I'll try to train pastors. At least to have 20,000 pastors. I want to try. I want to attempt. I want us to attempt to have 2 million members that we we can count. Because we we are not counting air. Count real people. That's why we know. Attempt something for God with your life. I tell you. Take it from me. I don't know how to say it. It's better than your vision. For your life. Every pastor. Every church. All of us. Have the mind. To do something for God. You see Church of Pentecost. Many people. You know I was in a. Is it Madagascar, one of these countries? So a man came here, he was a Pentecost man. They, they built churches for their church. They built personally, they just built, put built, and that this one I'm here. I'm from Pentecost, so I built it for them. I built it. That must be your mind. I mean, you must all try to build a church in your hometown for, for the church. It's, a, it's an attempt. Anybody listen to you, if you have a hometown, you must attempt to build even 10 by 15. Small one. Yes, attempt. I don't know your hometown. You must have a hometown. You are from somewhere. Or even your mother has told you that you are from somewhere. Why not attempt with your life to do something? At least try. You think God will not bless you? God told me something. That is why I'm talking like this. Yes. Because you see, he said to Kenneth Hagin in a vision, he said, he told him, because he had an accident. He said, if I have not had this accident, you will never reach the age of 55. He told him, you would never reach the age of 55. If I was not to correct you. It's, it's an age with a significance. Yes. If you read, I believe in visions, it's there. He said, we will never reach that age. If you don't stay in my will. And he said, you should thank me that I have I've corrected you. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get to that age. You would never reach. So I want to say to all of us, look, everybody here, selflessly try with your life. I mean, decide to build a church with your personal money. What about that? Is it possible? Possible. Our church in uh, Central Africa, the pastor built it with his money. We have a church in Zambia, the the pastor used his money to build it, personally. Yeah. 
He uses money to build a church and other churches. Yeah. Attempt. I mean, attempt. We are, we are attempting 20,000 churches. That means a lot of towns, huh? a lot of locations. Yes. Towns and places. We have to go there. This happiness with whatever we are doing here. No, it will not let you do well. Attempt, try, try to, try to plan a church, try to go on a meeting, try to build a church, try with your few years and your few days. Try. At least attempt great things for God. Not for anybody. Not for anybody. Who is it for? Do you think even one human being can manage such a church? Nobody can do it. That's why we have bishops. Everybody, there's so much. Nobody can control what is going on. Only God. But I'm giving that vision. If you want to honor me, let me tell you, never. You see, what I don't, don't, don't think you have to give me a present or even money. I will tell you the truth. So that when people are giving me, I feel bad. Because I don't need it. And they need it more than I. I don't want you to feel under pressure. Maybe last year you came. This year you have to. I beg you. If you want to make me happy. I'm showing you something. Let us attempt great things for God. This is the greatest present you can give to me. Let us try to do something for God. There's no pressure. Only look at God. Let Let us try to serve God. With all our hearts. Yes. 200 bishops. It's possible. You see, a bishop is a very high thing and a certain level of responsibility. Many islands, many places. If you see Mozambique, you know, Mozambique is a little unique because it's like a narrow country. It's like it's like the Volta region, if you are from Ghana. It's like narrow like the Volta region. And it goes very high. Like It goes like it's going all the way into Burkina and up long. And there's one road in the middle. It goes far. You see, along more people. <sighs> I don't know why Christians are happy with themselves. I want as to have this vision. And I believe that when the vision is in your heart and in your soul and you join with your little and your much, God's grace, whatever you, the one you, the vision you've set aside, God will, you will cry tears when God gives you and does for you things you never prayed for. You cry, I've cried those tears many times. I said, Lord, me, I never thought me, I never thought. I never aimed. I never tried. I've cried those particular tears on many occasions. What I didn't have at, in my mind to see or to know, he made me to see and to know. So I'm giving you my birthday, Founder's Day, my heart's message to you. Attempt, try. Try 
tried to become a pastor, even at least a lay pastor. At least some of us full time, some of us missionaries, some of us travel. We'll be traveling day and night. You will still eat. You will get food. You will drink water. You will be okay. Try. Let us build. Let us bring the money. Let us concentrate on the actual work. There's no need for so many things. These cars, and they will get old in two. Within one year, it's old. A new one will be made. Yours will not be the latest. So, please. You know, I never thought I would hold such a book. But I'm holding it. An inquiry. You see, is the way of talking in those days. It's like a question that, is there not an obligation for Christians? Is there not an obligation? Is there not something for Christians to do? To use means. (laughs) We wouldn't have said use means. We would have said to use all means. But he says to use means. For the conversion of the heathen. We would have said unbelievers. Or so many. So church. I know maybe you have issues. Problems. But take it from me. By the time you are going to die. You will only speak like Jacob. When Jacob was going. He said. I've, I've seen many things. Troubles. And he told Pharaoh, I've not attained yet to the age of my fathers. You will be like Solomon. You will say, all is vanity. You will join all the ranks of all these wise people. But why not believe it now as a young person? And give yourself well, well to all these realities now. Don't wait till you are diagnosed with cancer. Don't wait till somebody tells you you are going to die. Don't wait till you are suddenly removed from the earth and then you are no more here to do something and you wish, "Ah, I I can go back. You know, that's why I wrote the song. I don't want to say that I want to go back on earth. I don't want to say. And I don't want to say that at all. When I get to heaven, that's it. I don't want any possibility of coming back angels so you like to go back I don't need to go I beg you please please I'm here show me the mansions and all those things you promise I you promise all those things I need to see them now wow expect also great things as you attempt expect yes expect and here in the first love church you know we have now added more chairs. We, we, I think we may have to have 20,000 people. I don't know how. Because I don't know how to fit. But every Sunday will be like a crusade. Yes. It will be like, I mean, it's like there's a crusade going on. Yes. At least let us attempt. And I know you shall serve the Lord. And he shall bless you. He said, I've not asked Jacob to serve me in vain. Two million members. It is possible. possible. 20,000 pastors. It's possible. (laughs) 
20,000 churches, that means 20,000 towns, villages, suburbs, wherever. Yes, it is possible. 2,000 buildings. Oh, can said be all those that obstruct the building of churches. And 200 bishops. And I know we are going to go beyond all these visions. I won't bother to talk about your car or your house or whatever, or your marriage. God will take care of you. And God will take care of us as we give ourselves to attempt great things for God with the vision of tools. 2 million, 20,000 pastors, 20,000 churches, 2,000 church buildings, 200 bishops and counting. Will we see it practically? Will you be one of the involved people? When you get to heaven, you just have to mention my name. Say, please, you know vision of two. When the angels start, don't talk. Don't talk. Do know vision of twos. When the angels come, you tell them, look, look, look. Don't even start. Don't threaten me as I've come to heaven. Bring your notes. I bring my notes. What do you think? You are going to walk into heaven confidently. You'll never be surprised. You are going to step in there confidently. And we will mention one another's name. Just when they start, when the angels start, maybe some of the angels look like prosecutors, some look like judges, and they say, wait. Relax. You tell them, relax, relax. You do know vision of twos. Do you know vision of twos? Do you know my bishop? You know I was working with him. Shh, quiet. You tell the angel, quiet. Shh. You say, quiet. Vision of twos. It will happen practically. Stand to your feet, everybody. Attempt great things for God. Lift your hand and ask God, Father, thank you for this wonderful blessing. Attempt great things for you with our lives. We are grateful. We are glad. We are glad to attempt great things for you with the vision of tools. All of us will play our part. And we thank you that it will be fulfilled. We'll give you praise and we give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe somebody invited you. Raise up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Raise up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Raise it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Please help me to know God. Then lift your hand. I'm going to pray a special prayer with God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, come to me. Come to me in the front here. And I'm going to pray with you. To Jesus.
your hands. Say after me, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins, for my wicked ways. Please wash away my sins. Make me a new person from today. I give my heart. I give my life. I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. Say Jesus. Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you Lord for saving me today. I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my savior. Thank you Lord for saving me. Jesus name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Now before you go back I want to give you one of my books as a present. Alright. And this is a great blessing for you. It's called Key Facts for New Believers. Amen. Do you want a key fact? You see do you know why people don't pass exams? Because they use big books. You have to use small books. So I didn't want to give you a big book. Just a small one. So that you pass. Amen. Will you read my book? It's a blessing for you. Go home and read it. Don't let anybody take it from you. Don't give it to it. Don't lend it. Anybody who say I want to borrow. No. It's for me. And read it. You will be blessed. Your life will never be the same. When we close. Come to this corner over here. And we are going to be blessed. Okay? If you are holding the book, come here. That's your ticket to come here. Alright? God bless you. You may go back to your seats. It's time for communion. Take, eat, this is my body Which is broken for you Drink, this is my blood Which was shed for you Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless, it's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, it's the communion of the body of Christ. This is the holy meal It is the meal of God And it will sustain you It will make you whole It will give you life Oh, when I see the blood mm, yeah I will pass over you Luke chapter 24 verse 30 and verse 31 does it say it came to pass as he sat at meat with them he took bread and 
blessed it and break and gave to them and their eyes were open and they knew him so when you take bread and eat break bread with Jesus your eyes will be opened so today remember we were praying for the spirit of knowledge that's going to happen to you the spirit of understanding isn't it it's going to happen to you your eyes will be open and Jesus said these people I don't want their eyes to be open that's why he spoke to them in parables less seeing they, they see and hearing they hear and they are converted because they are some way so when you are somewhere God wants to judge you he closes your eyes so that you are blinded and you don't hear the things you ought to hear are you listening so God is going to open your eyes and bless you mightily today in the name of Jesus stand to your feet Father we lift up the bread the body of Jesus and thank you for the miracle of the Holy Communion that we are receiving in this very moment bless us mightily let there not be any amongst us who is blind and darkened with ignorance darkened with a lack of understanding but let your power flow through every single person here as we receive the bread and the body open our eyes that we may know what we need to know and see what we need to see in the name of Jesus and their eyes were open and they knew their eyes were open and they knew their eyes were open and they knew may your eyes be open and may you know the body of Jesus Christ blood and it reaches to the highest mountain mountain and it flows to the lowest valley valley of the blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. Father, we thank you that your blood will never lose its power. Your blood will never lose the power to forgive, to cleanse, to wash, to heal, and to neutralize every curse. As we lift up these cups. We believe this promise that your blood is eternal blood. It's powerful blood. It's blood that is alive. It's blood that is powerful. It's blood that brings healing. Thank you that by your blood we are cleansed. By your blood we are purchased. We are redeemed from the claws and the and the and the and the and the and the, and the wicked arms of Satan by this blood. Let anyone here I see an arm of the devil over you and around you. And I say, as you take this blood, 
may those hairy arms of any creature around you be loosened. May you be loose and be free now in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. your hands for your blessing may God visit you this week may every arm any monkey in the spirit any chimpanzee in the spirit any gorilla in the spirit which seems stronger than you and seem to have embraced you I will not let you go this week this moment I declare you are set free from that monkey in the name of Jesus now whatever seems like an impossibility to you becomes possible now in the name of Jesus I declare you are covered and delivered from armed robbers from bad news from evil tidings in Jesus name you will not break your leg this week. You will not cut off your leg this week. In Jesus' name, grace abounds to you. Receive the spirit of grace. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you couldn't do when you were younger, huh? younger than you are now, you couldn't do it. Receive the grace to do it now at this age. In Jesus' name. Now, I see a mountain. A mountain that has been standing before you for some time. But I see you climbing over the mountain coolly. Receive the grace to climb over that mountain in your life in the name of Jesus. You no longer be unable to climb the mountain of your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Lift your hand and thank God for victory over every mountain that surrounds you. God is giving you grace. The highest mountain Thank you. that it goes to the lowest valley, valley of the land that gives me strength from day to day. It's Lift your right hand. See the mountain. I speak to the mountain. I say, move. Every mountain before you move. Mountains are moving now in your life in Jesus' name. Obstacles are moving now. Hurdles are moving now. Obstruction to your life are moving now. Opposition to your life are moving now. In Jesus' name, I decline to be served. I see a pathway for you now. You know, some are going to climb over, some are going to pass between, and some of you, the mountain itself will move away, and 
you go through. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for victory over the mountain. Whatever huge and movable mountain is before us. Thank you for your power and your grace that is released over our lives to overcome these mountains in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You have the victory. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.